passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to recap the Tennessee Titans loss to the New England Patriots. Titans fall 36-13 up in Foxborough. Titans held in there for the first half, but just too much to overcome. Denard and I are going to break it down for you. But before we get into that, I want to ask, do you believe and believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online? We're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this year. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. 50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Denar, this was the first time the Titans did not win as the underdog. They were not really close to covering. Titans go into the half 16-13, to 13, but then the second half happened First off, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Davey. How was your Thanksgiving? It was it was a nice time to spend with the family, and so just laid back, had some good food, and was watching some football. How about yourself? Same thing. I was watching some uh, the Dallas game and the Raiders, and you know when Dallas is losing, the whole city just goes into a deep depression. So I was quite happy on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> Raider, Raiders came out there, man. That, uh, that definitely kind of shook some things up. No, I don't. I don't blame you, man. But it was, it was a good Thanksgiving. I was hoping I could give thanks for a Titans win, but that obviously didn't happen. Just getting to take that game into account. What were your overall thoughts? You know what, Davey? Considering the fact that this team continues to be haunted by all of the injuries, they came out and played pretty good in the first half. I thought the first three quarters they put themselves in position to win. The problem, what happens, they just couldn't capitalize on some of the opportunities that New England presented to this team. And if you don't capitalize uh, in this league on certain situations, then what happens at the end of the game, it ends up haunting you. So once again, I was, I was just proud of the way that they were, they responded to adversity. I mean, this game was about overcoming adversity and they put themselves in a, in a position to win this game. Unfortunately, Davey, they just seemed to self-inflict later as the game got going and that's what ended up hurting. But I love the fact that there's a young man by the name of Dontrell Hilliard. We've been talking about this running game being stagnant. The young man played great today, 12 carries for 131 yards and one touchdown. Davey, I was so proud to see the running game 
uh, get going. And you talk about Deontay Foreman. I mean, if you take away the fumble, he played a great game. And I thought the offensive line, they played pretty good. They played well. And uh, again, it's just they just couldn't capitalize on the opportunities when they presented themselves. Yeah, I don't have the stats of the last time the Titans had two running backs both rush for over 100 yards, but you mentioned Hilliard had 131. Deontay Foreman, you also said, had over 100. He had 19 carries for 109 yards. And the running game, like I guess that is a good sign that the running game was able to open up. You saw the line being able to create some holes for the, the running backs, but it just the story of the game, once again, Denard, was turnovers. The Titans had four turnovers, and they all came at very costly times. Uh, the Patriots did not have any, so the last two games, since you're looking at the Houston game and now the New England game, the Titans are losing the turnover battle by nine, and you're not going to win football games whenever that is the case. Fortunately for the Titans, the bye is coming, and I mean, it is desperately needed. I cannot stress how much this team needs a bye. Uh, since the last time we talked, the Titans put A.J. Brown on the injured reserve as well, so he's at least out through the Jacksonville game. And we're hopeful that they can get a couple of guys back by the time they do take on Jacksonville two weekends from now. So it's frustrating. But, Denard, you talk about having opportunities in the Titans, their running game. They even were able to get Ryan Tannehill involved at times. I mean, he had five carries for 24 yards. So I was glad to see them try to use his legs at times and realize, hey, my receiving options aren't necessarily what I would like for them to be. So if I can take off here or there, that might help extend some drives and And that was the case today, but like we've said, the overall story, Titans couldn't take advantage. I mean, being down 16 to 13 at the half, you were thinking, all right, we got a chance, we got to come out and do something, but the team imploded second half, and it was was all downhill from there. The passing game weren't able to get anything going. Ryan Tannehill, 11 of 21 for 93 yards, one touchdown and a pick. It's frustrating, and I understand he doesn't have many weapons. I mean, he was trying to spread the ball around of his completions, the leading receiver was Nick Westbrook Akine with two receptions for 25 yards, one of which was a touchdown. He led the team in targets with five, but then your other leading receiver was Cody Hollister, two receptions, 22 yards, and you're not going to win games in the modern-day NFL if, if that's all you can put together from a passing standpoint. And Tannehill had 11 completions, and those were two nine different guys. So definitely having to spread the ball around, but turnovers just proved to be too costly. The defense, Denard. I mean, I, I gotta have to. I kind of have to give them credit. At times, they were bend don't break. They made the Patriots force a lot of field goals. Pats were only two of five once they got into the red zone. The Titans got into the red zone twice, only converted once. But I mean, a couple of times we were running the ball well, and then we would just fumble it off of some big carries, and it just it was so demoralizing. Denard, for the Titans moving forward, we obviously know that they still want to kind of utilize the run game, get that going first. But if if we can't get more out of the passing attack, are you pretty much just saying, like, I mean, this this team, is it was a good run, but that's pretty much it. They might still find a way to get into the playoffs, but if the passing attack, you can't get your weapons back, how can Tennessee overcome their current limitations? They had a chance today. Uh, they was in this game for the most part. I mean, when you look at halftime, D, let's just let's go back. It was 16-13 to 13 at halftime. And when you look at it, I don't know about you, but it should have been 21-13. And you think about all of the missed opportunities. Let's let's just be honest. The kicking game was atrocious today, and we haven't talked about uh, – we haven't used atrocious to describe the kicking game and Randy Bullock. You're talking about one of the most consistent players on this team. You're talking about 
when the offense went down in the first quarter and Nick Westbrook got Kene, uh, ran the slant route, Ron hit him. Again, the missed PAT. We talk about the 44-yard field goal that he missed. The difference between New England is they they capitalized. I think Nick Foles was, what, five for five today uh, for field used, goals. He used and five what of we, six. What we saw to Nick Foles, what was it? And he used five of five six. Five of six. So you think about what they got out of Foles today. If you're a D, if you're a Shane Bowen, you're proud of your unit the way that they played. I thought just there was one play that really, really was not – it was very uncanny of this defense, and that was in the third quarter uh, on a third and six call. But before I go to that play, the, there was inconsistency – excuse me, they were inconsistent in the uh, kicking game today, and that really hurt this team. You think about it, D. It should have been at halftime – it was 16 to 13. It would it should have been 21-13. The Titans had some chances. You're talking about the overthrown pass to Chester in the second quarter on that third and fourth. That should have been a touchdown. And Ron overthrew him. And when that happens, if you don't, like I said, if you miss those opportunities, they come back to haunt you later. So imagine that was that's 14 points right there. And they missed out. And so it ended up hunting them later. You think about the fourth and goal. In the fourth quarter, Davey, it was 26-13. That's really – and it ended up in an interception. You're talking about missed opportunities. That was the theme of today. It was missed opportunities. What I did like is what we've been talking about, what we did like, and that's the running game. What we watch Dontrell do is what Derek's been doing. We call it up the gut, a lot of that between the guard and tackles. They was gashing this New England defensive line. The problem is they just could not, they couldn't finish the play. We're talking about most of those plays where they were able to get long runs or long gains. We're talking about the Deontay Foreman when he fumbled, it ended up culminating into points for New England. And those kind of things will hurt you. And when you've got a team that's been decimated by injuries, you have to take advantage of those situations or Davey, they will absolutely hunt you. And that's exactly what happened to this team today. So they had chances to win this game. They just could not finish the drives and the drives didn't really culminate into scoring. And that's what happened. Very much so. And we're at the point too, where, I mean, I know Randy did not do well in his department whatsoever. I mean, I guess if the goal was to hit the right upright, he, he excelled. But as we all know, the goal is to put it between the uprights. Two doinks was not what I was hoping to, to get there. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, if you get the extra point, you get that field goal, it's 10-10, to 10, you're, you're hanging in there. And then I know that break for a touchdown that Hilliard was able to get right before the half was huge, and that's the momentum you're thinking you're going to get into the second half. But the Titans, I, I feel for the defense because the offense wasn't able to, to sustain drives in the second half, and they were just on the field too much. Another time of possession is actually in the Titans' favor, but you could just tell in the second half. Like what I will say is the Patriots weren't able to really get anything going in their run game. And so that'll make me feel somewhat better moving forward, especially early on. But you always talk about Denard, it starts in the trenches. Well the Titans offensive line was healthy today. Tannehill only took two sacks. One of those sacks was a coverage sack and, and Ryan's just got to know to get rid of it. And so I'm thinking, all right, well I don't want to dwell too much on this game because we, we realized like there were just so many missed opportunities. There were those turnovers that have been killers the last two weeks. Now you're thinking, well, the offensive line, we had all five of our starters back for, for that unit and the running game was there. 
the Patriots have done a pretty good job of stopping the run so far this season. So you're looking at your schedule moving ahead and you're thinking, okay, well, we're not playing as good of run units. I would say the, the 49ers have a, a better run defense, but out, outside of that, whenever you go up against the Jaguars coming back from the bye, you're thinking should be able to establish the run there. And hopefully the defense can create some turnovers. Mac Jones, i got to give him credit, did not put the ball in any compromising situations, made sure to protect it. And so that's that's something that at least once you're facing Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence has put the ball in harm's way on multiple occasions this year. So the Titans defense are going to have to force some turnovers. I know it says 36 points for the Patriots today, but all in all, I didn't think they played that bad. Again, I'll sit here and say that I'm disappointed, but I'm going to hold back judgment as far as moving too far down the line because I do understand what the team is currently battling through from an injury standpoint, and the team needs a break, and they're getting it. And so after they come back from this break, then I guess we can really go in and dissect like what's going to happen on the final stretch of the season because, I mean, we're getting close to playoff times, Denard. By the next time we play, it'll be December. And usually that's whenever we've been able to rely on Derrick Henry to get us through and, and get us into the playoffs, but it's not going to be the case. Now, there's still a chance he comes back and is able to play at some point this season, but I'm not anticipating that be the case. The AFC South race, you still own two games, plus the tiebreaker against the Colts, thanks to the Bucks today. The Patriots with the win, though, they will jump you. Uh, we're still waiting to see what happens tonight between the Ravens and the Browns, and a long ways away between what we'll eventually see this playoff seating look like. But two losses in a row, not good. And that's that's why this game this past week against the Texans is coming back to, to hurt us so much is because had you won that game, you would still have the lead in the AFC going into your bye. Denard, I want to get your thoughts on what it's like going into the bye week. But before we get into that, what is it that you think the defense could do to try to force some more turnovers. We're not getting to the quarterback like we initially did. Do you think that's partially because of injuries as well? I mean, no Ola Adenayi, Bud Dupree's out, but we've not seen as much from Harold and Danico and Big Jeff as far as getting to the quarterback as, as of late. What do you, what do you think's the difference there? Well, you know what, D, is it's like this. Uh, when I went, it, like I went back in the third quarter, about six minutes and 55 seconds. I think this is where this game just got out of hand. You remember on the third and six and Kendrick Bourne was just a basic underneath route. There were four defenders that could have made that tackle and it ended up uh, New England going up and scoring uh, to make it 26-13. It was 19-13 to at this point. And I counted four players. I, Jack Rabbit took a bad angle. Amani took, I don't know what he was thinking. He got a little crack block and they didn't call that. Kevin Bard, Kevin had a tough day today and Jayon missed the tackle. When I saw that play, it really was, uh, to me, it looked like a tired defense. It looked like guys were whiffing. And when you start to see that, especially at this time of year, that means two things. Guys are either tired, Davey, or they're hurt. And I said, you know what? When New England went up 26-13, I said, I don't think this team is going to be able to recover. Davey, they're exhausted. They're playing like it. We we saw, we love Kevin Byer. We always talk about he is the best safety, and I still believe he is the best safety in the league, but he had a tough game today. Uh, Hunter Henry got behind him a couple of times. We saw the receivers able to exploit uh, the back half of the secondary. That first that's touchdown. That's really where you're mentally tired. So, yeah, and the first touchdown. So, what – this team needs is a rest. 
they need, when they get off this plane, they need a week off and they need to take the, and the guys that are hurt, uh, that are injured right now, they need to be in a training room this week. And the guys that are at least healthy, they need to go and rest and take a mental break. Because when you play a 12 game season at this time of year, no one, Davey, is feeling good. You know, everybody's hurting. Something is hurting on each player. And the one thing that combats uh, mental fatigue as well as uh, pain or physical pain is rest. This team needs rest. They played 12 games. They got five more. So when they come back, if they can just take this little time, this be this give them a couple weeks. I mean, that's really what you think of a buy. It's like almost a week and a half, almost two weeks of rest. It gives you a little bit of clarity. And guys are exhausted. They're mentally exhausted. So right now, it's all about rest and it's all about getting healthy. And I think that's going to be the theme going forward in these next five games when they come back. I'm with you, man. It's one of those things to where we go back and with the NFL expanding the regular season by an extra game, I, I still don't know why they didn't put in the second bye week. I really don't. Because even on top of that, I agree. They're, they removed it last year, but we know that there's only one team that gets a bye for each conference for the playoffs so as physical as this game is if anything the NFL just gets an extra week of viewers I know there are less games that week but it's it doesn't make sense to me that they they haven't put in that extra bye week yet because 17 weeks and and you're doing this and there's some games I know that I'm trying to remember which team it is it's not really that important but even after the Titans bye there's still another week of, of teams that have a bye week. So they're not seeing their bye till like week 14. Pretty crazy. So the NFL needs to readjust that a little bit because it's a whenever, long season. Yeah. And, and whenever you don't have your stars out there as much, it's not as good of a product. I mean, the NFL wants their big time players. That's why we see all these rules go in favor of the offense because you want to have that high flying impact. And I mean, right now the Titans just don't have that. I mean, uh, I know we did get the 68-yard touchdown from Dontrell Hilliard, but for the most part, like the Titans' offense has kind of really dropped off as far as those explosive plays that we just became so accustomed to whenever you had A.J. Brown out there, you had Derrick Henry, and those guys aren't available right now. So it's yeah. it's going to be a minute till the Titans can do that. D, I, before we get to talking about the bye weeks, I did want to take a moment to talk about our newest sponsor, Lightbox. All right, y'all, so say goodbye to dull gifts because Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. And I know we got the Christmas season coming up. Holidays are right around the corner. Now, Lightbox, they use cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques that they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones and blush pink and beautiful blue as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. And right now with the holidays coming up, a gift for your significant other, or your mom, you can never, they'll never complain with diamonds, all right? So go check out Lightbox. D, getting back to talking about football and the Tennessee Titans, 
as a player, I know you've mentioned that this is a good opportunity for rest, but just how pivotal of a a week can this be? And is this something that you still kind of want guys paying attention to football or should they just take off completely and clear the clear their head? Take off completely. Go. Get away. Go. Go to Mexico. Go take a long trip. Go to Cancun. D. This is what you have to do is when you at this stage of the season, Davey, guys are mentally, I wouldn't say mentally depleted, but they're exhausted. This is a very taxing game. And when you play 12 games straight, it is tough. Think about this, Davey. One NFL season is almost equivalent to two college football seasons. And I know they took away one extra uh, preseason game, but Davey, and they added one regular season game. I mean, it's exhausting. And right now, the one thing that a lot of guys are battling is mental fatigue. I mean, I go back on that third and six in the third quarter when I t- just told you when your boy Kendrick Bourne took that little underneath route uh, and took it all the way to the score to put New England up 26-13. If you watch that play, there's like four guys right there that can make the tackle. And it's kind of like each one is looking at the other like, what should I do? And that's that's where that's what happens is sometimes, you know, you you hit a wall. I think that's exactly what's happened to this team right now. They're, they're so tired. They're beat up. They're, they're physically beat up. They're mentally ble- beat up. I mean, when you look at how many guys that this t- many players, this team has, have used this year, Davey, over 84. I mean, they're going to go into the, the league history of the NFL and the amount of players that they have used this year, Davey. And we just talked about uh, last week, we alluded to San Francisco last year in 2020, finishing 6-10 and 10 using 84 players. We talked about the year prior in 2019, Miami went 5-11. So we know it doesn't end good. I mean, end right when you have players that have been decimated by injuries, but this team is still 8-4. and four. And that's the best part about, you know, this situation is they still have a winning record. So right now it, it's all about, and, and I'm going to tell you who, who's the, uh, I know Brad and Don and Jeff were the trainers when I was there. I know John Takahashi is one of the trainers now who was like an assistant when I was there about 20 years ago. And Don is still there. So you have two tra- trainers that's been there for over 20 years. You know, who's got their work cut out right now, those trainers and the team doctor, they have to get this team and get these pieces back quickly. And they have about a week and a half to get some guys not only rested, but get them healthy. And I think what's going to happen is, is sometimes when you've been beat up earlier in the season and you get those guys back, uh, we have some players that are beat up right now. So the the best thing right now is just to take a break. Uh, God, dig, I hit a wall. You're good, man. You're good. It's This, this team's hit a wall. You've hit a wall. I've hit a wall. It's it's it, it sucks. But we all hit a wall. We're here, man. We're, we're here, and like I said, I, I said it for the last three weeks now. I've never looked more forward to a bye week in my entire life. And as a guy that just loves football, watching his teams play, I like everyone needs this, and so it's great that this is happening now. Hopefully, a lot of these players that have been out are going to finally come back. I mean, we need to get Ryan some weapons, that's for sure. I don't know if you can rely on him, but hopefully Julio Jones is able to come back. I mean, he's going to have to be the guy they went out and traded traded for, and, and he's going to have to turn back. He, he's going to have to 
turn back time. And I, I might just be hoping for way too much, but something's got to give if this team's going to make it far. And five games left in our five games left in the regular season for the Tennessee Titans. And here's who they have. They have the Jacksonville Jaguars. That one's at home. They then go on the road to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, I don't know if you saw this today, but I mean, they got absolutely destroyed by the Bengals. And they are not playing like the Steelers of old. This isn't your granddaddy Steelers team. So the Titans, those are two games that are against very winnable opponents. I'm not saying you're going to blow anybody out because, I mean, that's that's not the Titans style, but there's no reason you can't win both those games. And then you follow it up. You're playing a Thursday night game against the San Francisco 49ers. They've been hit or missed. They're currently 6-5 and five on the year, but you do get to have that one at home on a short week's notice. They're having to fly across the country. That's at least favorable for you in that moment. And then the following week, after some extra rest on top of that, Nita, mind you, you host the Miami Dolphins. They're 5-7. and seven. They've come on as of late. But again, another winnable opponent. It's, it's not like you're facing a juggernaut. And then to close out the season, you go on the road for the redemption and revenge game against the Houston Texans to close out the season. That is what we have left. The bye week is coming. We all need a break. We're all there, man. So, Titans again fall to the Patriots today. That's two in a row that they've dropped, but still a lot to play for. And fortunately for the Titans, the Colts lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've never said it before, but thank you, Tom Brady, for for going out there and just handing the ball off to Leonard Fournette. And thank you, Frank Reich, for forgetting that you had Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Um, The fact that he did not utilize his best offensive player the entire second half until they were already down, just goes to show me that the Titans shouldn't really have to worry too much because if that happened then, I'm sure they're going to screw up somewhere else down the line. They do go on the road next week to face the Texans. I have a feeling the Colts will win that one. I'm sure they'll get back to just handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. But then they have to play the Patriots. They play that one at home. Then they go on the road to face the Cardinals. Then they host the Raiders. And then they end the season with the Jags. So it's it's definitely to where the Titans can maintain winning the AFC, hosting a playoff game, but we got to get healthy, man, because if, if they don't get some of these guys back, it's not going to matter come playoff time. Denard, I will I will give you the closing thoughts, but I am, I am just happy the bye week is here. Got to get some of these guys better, and hopefully Ryan Tannehill can come back and, and play like we saw him play last year and the year before that because he's not been the same player. The I'm going to say this is, first of all, there was no A.J. Brown today, no Julio Jones, no Marcus Johnson, and this team released uh, a few weeks back Josh Reynolds. You're talking about there's, what, four players that you were counting on to be your playmakers, and now you've replaced those players with Chester Rogers, Nick Westbrook, Akine, and Cody Hollister, the fifth-year pro out of Arkansas. I thought he played well today. There's no more King. Those are your playmakers. That's what this team was going into the season, anticipating those guys being uh, really, if you look at it, other than your offensive line, there's no other players that can score but your playmakers. Those are what I've just called out. And so what you have to do is, as I alluded to about two podcasts ago, you have to find strength in numbers. And they found that today in the running game. Now, here is the problem now. Now you're talking about the receiving core. You have players like Cody Hollister. We haven't heard much about Cody all year. He's been on the practice squad. So now you got to find some young guys that 
is going to have to step up in the absence of the, the four players that I've just called. Davey, right now, it's all about rest. It's, it's taking this week and getting away from the game of football and coming back because when you come back uh, in that building a week from a week from today and they get back in town from the bye week, baby, they're going down uh, the most important stretch. This is the fourth quarter of the, the fourth quarter of football, the last five games of this season. So again, this is where teams uh, will start to separate and this is where some teams will start to fall. Uh, the way that this team is going to push forward, Davey, is it's a must that they get their core players back, at least at the receiving end, because we found out today that we have a young man that by the name of Duntra Hilliard that can run the football if you give him a chance and open up some holes. So, again, the theme is rest, and I will continue to uh, say that word over and over. It's about rest. So, again, I want to say to our listeners today, I wish you um, – Everyone had a, a great Thanksgiving, but again, you, you have to understand this, and I don't want to keep talking, baby, is there's ebbs and flows to this game, and sometimes there's good, and sometimes it's bad. You have to take sometimes the good with the bad and the bad with the good, and teams that are able to overcome adversity, and this team responds well to adversity, those are the teams uh, that typically will make it or will have a shot at playing for a Super Bowl. So again, health, rest. And again, take that and get away from this game for at least a week. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you, Denard. To leave it on a positive note, we're 8-4. and four, And if you were to tell me that before the season, after, heading into the bye, we're 8-4. and four, And if you were to tell me that before the season, I would have said, all right, things are going our way. Now, hopefully, like we've continued to preach, they get healthy and can make some magic happen down the stretch. But, man, that's going to do it for us today. It's programming pre, yeah, programming notes uh, due to some prior events scheduled. Denard and I won't be recording this week. We will be back next Monday uh, recapping the NFL Week 13 and then kind of previewing heading into the Titans towards that final stretch. But we do appreciate you listening. That's going to wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, Tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.